Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, no. You sound funky for a second. Hang on a yeah. second. Do I sound better? You do sound better, but someone, some asshole was also trying to text me as if I want to hear from anybody. So let me, let me put on my do not disturb. I'm going to do that too. Because I hate everybody. And we <laughs> shan't be disturbed. We shan't. Oh, wait, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I am the asshole. <laughs> How dare you reach out to the me? The asshole's coming from inside the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Dun dun dun! Yes, it's terrifying. Uh, cool. Well, we'll just leave all that in. <laughs> <laughs> production works. It is the Papa's Basement Podcast. I'm John Papa Giorgio, and we also have Molly Hackerling here. We are the hosts. Hi. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I went that route. <laughs> <laughs> it was like my female Don Knotts. Well, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, Molly, I, I'm going to pepper you with some questions, actually, to start uh, the show. And then we'll segue fabulous. from there. I'm uh, sneezing already. Yes. <laughs> like, why am I laughing at this? I know, that was such a hack fucking. That's like fucking 50-year-old. <laughs> that was appropriate of Don Knotts. <laughs> that was, yeah. Uh, so here is my first question. Mm-hmm. You, this is again, none of this was prepped. I literally came oh, up with all of this fabulous. in the last yeah, you 90 didn't, you seconds. You didn't send me these questions for no. pre-approval. My assistant is livid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first question. Because uh-huh. uh, you have some limited experience with your childhood and your mom and everything with the world of entertainment, which will give us no insight into what I'm about to ask. But maybe just <laughs> as a movie and TV nerd in general, mm. you would have an answer to this. Okay. Uh, I don't know the PC term for it, really, but is Joey Lawrence... Um, Joey Lawrence? Joey Lawrence, the actor. What's the PC term for Joey Lawrence? (laughs) This is a tough nut to crack because this has been an ongoing conversation. There's so many sides in this Is he he of the Gumpian persuasion? Gumpian. I, um, uh, I don't know. You know, my experience with Joey Lawrence is limited. He's the eldest of the Lawrences, isn't he? Clan Lawrence, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so, um... Bronson Pinchot actually, I think, did an episode. They had a TV show like way back in the day. Okay. Um, and I met the Lawrences. Um, <laughs> the Lori. The Lori, yes. <laughs> I forget the plural. Yeah. Um, and uh, they didn't. They didn't seem Gumpian. They seemed normal. I mean, you know, I, I think you can meet a, a lot of people in Hollywood and just be like, "Is there something wrong with this person?" But like, no, it could have just been whatever. Okay, um, I, I asked this for like a sticky reason. Like at first, I was doing it as a goof, but then I went down a wiki rabbit hole. Okay. And genuinely, after a while, was like, I'm curious because. Uh, I, for some reason, sent uh, Michael and Eva a picture of Nell Carter, which got okay. me on the Give Me a Break wiki, where I learned Joey Lawrence got his break, actually. His break was given. His break was gimmied, where he played a character named Joey Donovan. Okay. Joined by his real-life brother, Matthew Lawrence, as Matt yes. Donovan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Okay, so Joey... I had a crush on Matthew. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Is he? 
<laughs> Why? No, he was just, you know, when you're like 11 years old and you're like any person of, you know, my desired sex who's like standing near me and is like within two years of my age, like we're in love now. Um, uh, it's like basically that, the thought process. Women 14 years younger than me. <laughs> fabulous I should be anyway um so getting back to Joey Lawrence okay um, so 83 to 86 he's playing this character of Joey Donovan I'm like mm -hmm. all right fair enough right he and Matthew then or no I take I jumped one here he then goes on to Blossom right where he plays I believe Joey Russo (laughs) <laughs> wait i just i want to stop you right there are you and i'm i'm, I'm not gonna use the pc term because I, I don't are you asking me if joey lawrence is retarded because he always plays someone named joey <laughs> is this your line of the only retardedness this betrays is my own maybe he just has a very limited range of acting he's like he can't <laughs> get into character unless he feels you know he's method so it always just has to be joey <laughs> he and matthew again and uh at this point andrew uh andrew lawrence as well yeah play the characters joey roman matthew <laughs> roman and andrew roman in brotherly love yes yes and uh, <laughs> as far, and this was again like a three minute perfunctory cursory very light pap smear of a wiki scrape he then goes on to melissa and joey where he plays you guessed it joey longo oh my god the first couple i chuckled after a while i genuinely was like okay what the fuck maybe it's in his like uh, do do actors have writers how does it work maybe it's in like you know his acting contracts where it's like i will only play yes characters named joey because i need the branding like being gorgeous just isn't enough like and people aren't going to remember my name unless i'm always just by my name everyone needs to see me and say it's joey it's joey and then i'll nod and say you're damn right it is well otherwise they might think it's matthew because let's i mean the they the lori are all of varying ages but they do look very similar that Um, makes sense yeah you know, and uh, and me with my facial blindness, who can't tell the difference between Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. Maybe Joey Lawrence is just trying to cover his ass. Um, it doesn't want people thinking he's like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or something. Um, but, I like, I mean, it almost begs the question, like, is there, like, a fourth Lori that then, like, went into, like, gay porn or something? Is there a hidden Lori? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and thus, the other three have to distance themselves by going by their birth names and nothing more. What? I mean, um, oh, you think there's like a, you know, because you don't want to get confused with. Um, yeah, but then uh, if John I'm, Wayne but Lawrence. If, but if I'm the gay porn Lawrence. Out of yeah. spite, my every character is going to be Joey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would frame Joey Lawrence thusly. And be yeah. like, look, I, I saw a guy that looked like Joey Lawrence at a gay porn. I'd be like, look, Joey Lawrence doesn't do gay porn. I don't know the character's name is Joey. Well, this raises some questions. 
I don't know. I, I, uh, I know this isn't related to my life really at all, but it's just like a window into the dumb shit that sucks me in. And it happened 30 seconds before we recorded. No, I love that you called it like a light cursory pap smear because like <laughs> that, it's pro- this conversation is probably full of false negatives and yeah. shouldn't be used as any sort of accurate reference for anything regarding the Lawrence brothers. <laughs> we should probably just also offer them a formal apology now. Just... Uh, <laughs> And just on the off chance that, like, through some freakish act of probability, one of them ends up hearing it. The porn Lawrence ends up hearing yeah, it. Yeah, Gonzo Lawrence. Really? Yeah, Gonzo Lawrence. <laughs> Max Hardcore Lawrence. Uh, buck Naked Lawrence. Um, yeah. Apologies and recantations and yeah. whatever the fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. <laughs> Recalcitrance. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, I like I like how we're assuming that the man who has to play a character with his first name knows what Rick Calcidrance is. I barely know what it means, and I just used it. Um, so there you go. Isn't it the oh, opposite man. of the stalactite? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the stalagmite mama. Um, I no, I went to a cave once and I was really pissed off because there was a guy there touching all the stalagmites after we had been explicitly told not to. Like some guy with a stalagmite fetish just went into this cave and was jerking <laughs> off all the rock formations. So that's always like anytime I think of stalactites that's just fresh in my mind of like touchy feely guy in the cave being like we were told not to touch anything. I'm just picturing like a rebel circa rebel yell garbed <laughs> Billy Idol type. Yeah. <laughs> the rules don't apply to me yeah who's gonna tell him nice not to? he's got a leather vest on you yeah know? exactly fucking no shirt leather vest the fingerless leather gloves with studs on them yeah licking his lips as he rubs a stalagmite ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn whore. okay so we've covered the lawrence brothers and one rock formations i feel like we're already like off to a good start. show's already wasted yeah actually and the <laughs> other question ties into what right. you just said of question. any whore any whore so i asked eva this earlier mm-hmm. today but like speaking of whores i was talking to eva I was talking to my other dear female friend um and I had a question for her, and I guess she just wasn't the slore I needed her to be, but maybe mm-hmm. you are. I am. Mine, before Amanda stopped talking to me, like <laughs> our, my nickname was uh, Slora Jones or Slorraine Newman or Sloretta Lynn. I love it. I got so this. <laughs> that that would have made your dad Ravi Shankar Coldsore. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh Harold Herpes the second. <laughs> <laughs> so um I I have noticed, and maybe this is because I like jack off three times a day to stave off loneliness, although I I that's I'm a lot. It's not more. <laughs> Actually I was playing it up for air. I'm pretty much down to like one a day now. Aw. Okay. I ha- I know, right? You can tell I'm depressed. I mean the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. <laughs> you and your hand have been together for a minute. <laughs> we are so sick of each other. Uh, it's so perfunctory. Um so when the average man in your <laughs> in your extensive 
period of collecting loads in and around your tummy and face and hands and wherever else. <laughs> Don't forget my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget how you paid for college? Um, the, the, when the average man busts, because I know when you, especially back in the days when it was like magazines and it wasn't like a porn video and a magazine, they pretty much use like stage cum that was like Elmer's more or less. But it's like the, the people ad- that do the food decoration. Exactly. It's like Marcello yeah. it's Fluff like- and Windex or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, pull the special K out of that milk. We need it for Peter North's latest victim. Um, in your experience, the average dude, when he busts, like, <laughs> you know, like um, busts, Mm-hmm. Um, how like clear is it murky milky whatever like, so here's the funny thing about it because like and there's this is nothing actually, funny this about is, my penile health <laughs> look i'm not making light i'm just saying that this is a very <laughs> stimulating conversation that i haven't had to have very often because uh this uh it's it's similar to the and i'm i'm i've only hooked up with a woman once but um mm-hmm. you know how like vaginal shit is always changing they've got like this instagram app where you can take a picture of your like discharge to be like what does this mean about my health but like oh god it it changes oh molly you're day breaking to day. up a bit are you oh, are no. you near your wi-fis I, oh, no. run toward your you, wi-fis can you hear me i can hear can you. you hear me at all am i, I still breaking you. up you sound better okay how about now? Back, okay, back to the special app that charts vaginal discharge. I know. How can I break up at such a pivotal moment in this conversation? <laughs> Just totally <laughs> fucked up the flow of my discharge. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, changes from day to day. There's no consistent thing. It could be, like, what you ate that day. How dehydrated are you? Like, how old are you? Like, in my experience it's all been different even with the same dude because i've been in like long-term relationships and stuff and it's like yeah it's it's it probably changes so i mean why are you concerned about the consistency of your of your discharge is it are you dehydrated is it too chunky is it too milky is it not milky enough or um... it's never come out like blue cheese no i that's good uh yeah no that's more of an older guy thing i feel like (laughs) like yeah an old guy in arizona like completely dehydrated curdled yeah like literally two packs a day (laughs) literally needs to massage it out of his urethra i mean it does i do feel like the age thing is a factor sometimes where it's like am i spurting across the room or is it just sort of like a you know (laughs) like you know what i mean um but uh go on (laughs) i shall i shall proceed (laughs) for me um back in the day before i was on the propiche which i've been on for like oh god fucking 16 years now something like that 15 years okay um I know that, like, just off the the precumsies alone, I got one past the goalie on one I love that you sounded. That's, like, the cutest way of saying it. The little precumsies. They're (laughs) just like those tenacious little guys. 
so like i clearly have like motility present either that or she's cheating yeah what do i know um you snuck one past the goal line as far as you know as far as i know but i gotta say it, it i need to like take several days off before like any murkiness returns to my product and if i'm just like on a once a day schedule it pretty much is like fucking white tinged like egg yolk more than anything it's very that's probably that makes sense that's just a you know you have a certain amount of guys or whatever and uh at a what do they call them ghost loads i mean you gotta give your you gotta give your tank time to refill i guess so yeah yeah, you've never heard of ghost loads? Oh, ghost loads. No. Yeah, what it's like when you jerk load? off so much and you're coming, but there's nothing just coming out because you're spent already. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, I've I've always managed to produce. There were times where like, yeah, as a contest with a friend um, <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> back no. to back. No. Like we would. It would with the timer. Know. Yeah. Stop I remember in my going. teen years. Where it was like, hey, uh, we're going to go home and uh, report back tomorrow how many you managed to do. Mm-hmm. And there have been times I've done eight, nine, ten a day. And even that, that tenth, a little something came out. So what? But you were young. Even if it was then. just like a white surrender flag. Look, you're just not the young, potent stallion you once were. But, you not know. Not young, still dumb, and not full of cum. It's... <laughs> Full of cum, but it's not murky enough to give you a sense of comfort and to validate your masculinity somehow. You know what happened? I don't want to get too personal. Like, I'm I'm getting personal. Yeah, Um, we've never gone there before. After Jason got his vasectomy, his shit changed. Um, And, uh, yeah, I just feel like medications could probably do it, too. I feel like there's, like, so many factors that you think that, like, a thing's going to be. Hmm. Hello. Oh, I was Hello? going to say, if my hypotenuse here is correct, then his would look kind of like mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you uh, get, like, a black piece of cardboard and tell me I... the room? <laughs> Do you want me to, like, send you some samples, like, when people have to send their stool in the mail? <laughs> yeah. After the next time you put a smile on that man's face, FaceTime right. me and open your mouth. <laughs> I'll spit it into a little vial. I'll hate to see it go, but I'll send it to you. I'm sure he'll be totally cool with all this. I just imagine you. Fuck it, I'll send you some of mine too, just to give <laughs> you some variety. You're going to be like, a little here's, vial of here's two little perfume tester bottles. One is mine and one is his. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine is ejaculate and not pee, but there may be some pee in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll write back an actual snail mail letter. Dear Molly, both delicious. <laughs> Yours in Christ, John. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll send you some of Christ's too. <laughs> Good, yes. That's what is that what they mean uh, when they say Christ on a cracker? They do. It's it's kosher. Eat biscuit. this bread for it is my body. I jammed all over it. <laughs> Yeah, a little cream cheese on the the holy wafers <laughs> on the bagel. Uh, oh, he was boy. Jewish, anyway. Um, he was. So, okay. So you're. I'm. I'm really glad that you also reserved this biological question for me and not a medical professional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, who's, very who's got the money for a copay? 
Um, yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, if I wanted to ask a doctor, I'd have to schedule all my visits to max out my $6,000 copay. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God um, mine is only 1500 so, like, I just burn through it via therapy. Uh, nice. And, like, now I just go for broke. Now it's, like, anything. My mom's like, you could go to a doctor for that. And I'm like, and I will, Maria. Thank you. That's a, that's a good idea. I am worse than like a hypochondriac 75 year old fucking old Jewish man in Boca. I'm just like, I, yep, <laughs> let's stick it to this insurance company for ever taking me on. Uh, that's smart. I am, I'm actually a hypochondriac and I only ever go to like a doctor when it feels like it's just a panic attack and not something real. My elbow feels funny. <laughs> My elbow feels funny and now I have chest pains. <laughs> what's happening my elbow feels strange I, it's funny you mention that i have friends who are like really suffer from anxiety mm. and they're like uh in fact the well, i was gonna say and they don't go to the doctor and then mm. i was going to say that the friend in question that i'm mentioning right now actually is part of why i was talking about the the jack issue because she might have <laughs> watched something on facetime a couple months ago and was like, that was clear. <laughs> she was she very drunk. She watched you jacket so she... on FaceTime and then she had a chronic, she had an anxiety attack. <laughs> had to go to City MD for them to tell her that nothing was wrong with her, but something may be wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, Molly. If she was drunk enough to watch me jacket, she was drunk enough to fight her anxiety for a bit. Mm. She was like, my Hulu won't connect, my internet thing wonky, I'll just, HBO Max is fucked, I'm gonna watch you jerk off. Oh, that's this pixelated baby cock. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Um, that's basically the same as watching Righteous Gemstones. If you... <laughs> yeah, that does have watching a lot of Watching you jerk your baby for... cock on FaceTime is like, that's what half of Righteous Gemstones is. Um, there was that, and then the, uh, the kids in the hall reboot or whatever it's called the new season that starts off with full frontal out of all five of the kids nice yeah, yeah. i've um i've noticed that there's a a fucked up double standard when it comes to television nudity where it's like women naked on television full frontal is always sexy but men naked full frontal on television is almost always a joke because they would never actually show you full frontal of any man that would make a male viewer insecure um, and yet we watch all the porn. With we guys watch you guys watch all the porn. Yeah, you do, but you're with, not getting off on like. Formally, have penises way bigger than ours. That's true. There's also like a weird thing in porn where it's like you'll see female faces, but it it seems rarer to see male faces because I feel like men want to be able to juxtapose themselves into the situation. You know, my biggest problem with yeah. porn is that it's too sexist. I want to see your ugly fucking faces <laughs> while you plow a woman who's hotter. It's funny you, you. mentioned <laughs> It's funny you mention that, Molly, because my problem you touched upon is we don't get to see the emotions dance upon the faces of the male performers. <laughs> my problem with porn is the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. want to see your stupid face when you blast and make that like buck tooth Bugs Bunny expression. <laughs> You're making it sound like a cartoon where our fucking eyes turn into slot machines. I just love it. No, because well, it's like that song "Turning Japanese" is about masturbation. Mm -hmm. Um, men make some of the dumbest fucking faces during sex, and it's kind of 
I mean, it's awesome because you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm getting it. But it's also like, oh, he looks so dumb right now. Um, I remember one time a, <laughs> a woman afterwards was like, I have never felt a man like his entire body shake like that while he was in me finishing. And I didn't have the heart to tell her I got laid so rarely that I like <sighs> horrifically twisted one of my glutes while pumping her and was just like, <laughs> I was just having God. a muscle spasm and a Charlie I really was like, while I was busting and afterwards, like it, it, she felt like, you know, her heart grew three sizes that day. Her badge grew three Aww. sizes that day. <laughs> And I threw it in her face later. Aww, <laughs> like you I would think. too. You're so emotionally petty, I'll bet. Uh, um, I used to be. Mm-hmm. I was for a long time. Right. I actually, we're going to go back to ask Molly. <laughs> okay. Because I, I have really moved on from the pettiness into mm. kind of a, we were talking about this last night. Where... It's a more of a stoic passive aggressiveness that's much more adult. Yes, where it's just like, oh, we're still cool. Okay, I'll text you every so often. What? You're not replying to these texts. <laughs> um, no, I, so, you know, you're privy to my life, but I think even people that listen to the show know that there was like a, a woman that I did improv with who, like, I, you know, for whatever reason, fucking. She seemed to give some signals. I guess she didn't in the end. Whatever the fuck. I liked her. Um, I finally got back a, like, really expensive improv book from her the other day. Mm-hmm. And given that she, like, goes beyond out of her way to not interact with any of my social media while interacting with the social media of literally everyone else in the group that is social media friends. Mm-hmm. Should I like wait to just give her the punt? Like I don't want to <laughs> accidentally click on these Insta stories at this point. Like clearly she's made a point she don't want to deal with me anymore. And now that you... I have my shit back, the feeling is more than mutual. You can mute if you. I mean, there's what you you could block if you just want to completely burn the bridge. Um, or and or you could just unfollow and I was, I wanted... notice maybe she won't. Or you could mute if you want to just maintain the friendship, but you never want to see well, or hear anything about it everywhere she's oh, definitely she muted but like sometimes i go through the muted insta story section and i'm afraid <laughs> i'm gonna click on that shit um but but molly she's private and every time i've ever unfollowed anyone private it's only bit me in the ass because the instant i can't look at their profile i want to so Okay, this is a and this is a funny social media thing because I I do this too and and I think a lot of people probably do this where it it's a a weird um it's an entanglement that involves resentment and obsession where yeah. you want to be involved with the person you're not involved with the person you or or you crave their approval or attention or whatever. Of whatever reason, it's a toxic situation. Yeah. And you're worried about how that person perceives you. And all I'll say on that front is, from my experience, I don't know. I'm sure I've, if anyone's noticed me, unfollow them or whatever, uh, you know, maybe they think I'm an asshole. But the fact of the matter is, is that if it's a toxic dynamic 
for you in any way and you barely have any interaction with the person like what does it really get you to maintain the appearance of still following them like it's it's probably better for your mental health to just not pretend and to just unfollow and even if you get the urge to look again like it's not a healthy urge to give in to um I don't know. Sometimes you have to sort of like, you know, when you're dealing with an addictive or obsessive personality trait that's not serving you, it's better to just lock the cupboard that has the cigarettes in it, you know? Yeah, I don't want a cigarette. I know, me too. I dream about Capri's. But whatever. I mean, I'm just saying that you should, you should probably just unfollow. Or, or just keep her muted and just try to let the resentment fade away because... It is what it is. I don't I mean, even think there's resentment. The I just, yeah. Just, you know, if you know the person personally and you want to not be a dick, just keep her muted and try not to focus on it anymore. I, I feel that's the best play because God knows, not realizing she had a private account, I unfollowed the uh, the Greek chick I was supposed to hang out with who has ghosted me hard and like immediately was just like, rut row, this was regrettable. <laughs> well, here's the other thing I'll say is that if a person has hurt you yes, and you back away and they notice, then they I have don't to know. fall in love with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's totally how it works. 100% of the time, especially with avoidant okay, personality Ooh. types. You don't want to be bothered with anything. Um, yes. Okay, good. Um, yes. Yeah, was worried She'll I was come. wasting my time. She'll come crawling back. Um, but in the event that she doesn't, oh no! Uh, <laughs> why? Are, why are we even planning for impossibilities, Molly? Go on. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to consider the least likely scenario. Um, you know, I still think that, like, I I don't know, I. I've been thinking about this a lot recently and I was even thinking about it today too, because I'm a people pleaser and it's more, you know, it really does come down to more about trying to control other people's perception of you, which isn't healthy. It's like, you know, just, just do what feels right for you. And it doesn't have to make sense to everybody. If somebody's hurt, you set boundaries and it's okay to just dip. Like, I think that's understandable. I don't think it behooves anybody for you to, I don't know, hide your feelings or tailor your reactions or try to hide anything. If anything, that's just going to make your resentment grow. Um, and it's going to make you respect yourself less. Like, it's just all the bullshit that I used to be um, susceptible to just seems less and less worth it. I'm I'm getting increasingly comfortable with the idea of people not liking me because chances are they probably did something that I didn't like. And that's okay. Oh, I... I don't know who could not like you. I, I feel like you're like Jerry's, Jerry's mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> ah, jinx. Jinx, send me a load. Um, there are lots of people who don't like me for perfectly justifiable reasons and vice versa. And that's totally okay because it's like, what kind of a what kind of a narcissist needs everyone to like them? But also like, you don't want to hurt yourself by making yourself smaller than you are just to please somebody or make them feel like they still have a follower. Fuck that. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. okay. There's lots of, you know, emotionally traumatized, beautiful Greek girls with big tits on Reddit that I'm sure you can meet up with who are open to a relationship. <laughs> Not just this one. I like that. Mom. 
I would like, like that, that for you. <laughs> like that. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. what do I know? I'm insane. Um, I just, if I have had an awkward interaction with somebody or somebody who's like a previous, you know, weird, toxic, abusive, whatever, I just pretend they're dead. Like, nice. I don't, I don't wish them ill. It's just like for me to carry on throughout the rest of my day, I have to pretend that you're dead and buried. Like, and that's all. Heck of an um, L7 song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're not dead. You're just dead to me. And that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, I don't know how to tie this back to ghost loads, but I still feel like there's more to be said. Do you have other, okay. So are there other questions? Uh, I mean, I have just stories of my weekend and how in the face of having this like re-emerging Greek identity, uh, the way I express that is by finding every Greek carryout in town and comparing mm -hmm. their, their gyros as we have to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, I don't, I don't have a ton. Like, I feel that was just beautiful and self-contained what we just did right there. Awesome. Yeah. Also, I feel uh, like I have to piss, and I'm not ready to do that on a podcast yet. Oh, no. Okay, so should we cut this? Is this one a short one? No, I was joking. I or are you just going to piss in the Gatorade <laughs> bottle while we keep talking? I'm going to do the G. Gordon Liddy and your yeah. Tupperware while on air. That is true, like by the way. The boomers look at millennials and they're just like, you all don't have the dedication and work ethic <laughs> yeah. to piss in a bottle while you're fucking podcasting. And that's why your generation's entitled. I'm just, I know I actually read a thing about Bill Barr. That's why I'm saying all this. <laughs> oh, what about him? What did Bill Barr? Oh, every time you see his name trend, it's just like, you know, what douchey smug thing did he say now? Yes. It's always the same story. It's kind of like the Dave Chappelle thing where it's like there's um there is kind of a brilliance to the trolling because you keep yourself relevant um by pissing people off. Yeah, which yeah. I you know maybe at a certain point you just get so bored having your comedy recognized that you're like <laughs> this is this is what I'm doing now. Right. Well, that was I was thinking about that with hacks where it's like, you know, God, how awful must it be to be a comedian and to get to the point where people uh, are just Molly, laughing at comedians. Go on. <laughs> comedians. Female comedians. <laughs> um, yeah, where you're just like when you're too big to fail and no one gives you an honest reaction. Yes. I I feel like that's going to be a really shitty feeling if you feel like you're not doing your best stuff and people are just still laughing out of uh, kindness and recognition it, it, uh, I think it happens to artists of every stripe like I, I can't imagine Elvis toward the end getting much of an honest reaction <laughs> well, he's like 250 pounds and sweating and he's like oh those women really want me <laughs> oh yeah he, they all wanted your dick man yeah um yeah, I don't. By the way, you in the future, we have to do more Molly as Elvis. <laughs> that was great. That was terrible. <laughs> the only thing good about it was that it was so embarrassing. Maybe it brought someone else. No, Molly, that life. was an amazing impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who Elvis is, but her to her. Her to her. He's the one who's saying pretty woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> you know, I think I was like in my mid thirties when I realized Pretty Woman was Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, Elvis looks really ugly right now. Oh, that's not him. <laughs> Is Elvis blind? <laughs> oh, it's a shame they're both dead because Hollywood missed the opportunity to do like a twins Elvis Roy Orbison <laughs> movie. <laughs> here's a fucking just completely weird Roy Orbison anecdote. My fucking first exposure to him as an artist was the single I Drove All Night which was on an album called Nintendo Mm -hmm. released by Nintendo (laughs) it was just like various cuts which I don't think were all that related to you know video games but especially the chorus to I drove all night to make love to you or I drove all night somehow to wake you from your sleep to make love to you. And the video was, I think, Jennifer Connelly oh and God. Jason Priestley. And I'm like a 10 year old. Just like, what the fuck does this have to do with Dragon Warrior? You know? Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> what does this have to do with Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> and he was dead already so like they would just cut to like kind of archival footage that was like aged and filtered in a way to fit into the rest of the look of the video it's all just roy orbison clips from the traveling wilburys documentary (laughs) yeah they're like no one will remember this we can just throw this in there and jason Priestley had driven through a desert so when he ultimately does fuck jennifer connelly it's very (laughs) chunky (laughs) i was just thinking that where it's like yeah what would the modern day equivalent be i drove i drove to new jersey to blast ghost loads in a reddit girl (laughs) 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 boy orbison cutting place in the fucking montage oh yeah yeah i popped an extra riddle in so i could stay up till 4 a.m so your boyfriend could get to sleep so you could sneak off to the bathroom and watch me facetime whack it oh my god uh, it's just romance like romeo and juliet <laughs> exactly. <sighs> romance i think might be dead um, why just because i'll fake mother knocking at the door when i'm done <laughs> sex like ah oh, shit i gotta go maria this is awkward <laughs> i think someone needs me to bring in the groceries it's 5 35 in the morning she's an early riser right anyway love you soulmate bye, bye. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, it's all good though i mean at least we'll have comedy to replace the romance which is also awful and a lie but um i'm excited um so i mean i i'm less concerned about um the death of romance than i am about you getting your nintendo switch back oh yeah (laughs) that's a thing that's real that i can believe in i need to get my nintendo switch back from the woman that watched me jacket on facetime (laughs) or is that her compensation no, no, it, we, I, I don't even like doing that. That was a drunken demand of hers. A demand of hers? Yeah. That I, I am not the kind of guy, like, I am astute enough to understand that you guys don't honestly really enjoy, like, schlong photos for the most part, or videos for the most part. Like, there's an initial 
hey, I want to make sure it isn't like micro mm-hmm. kind of checkout. Like there's usually an exchange of a photo early on. But after that, you guys are kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't need to see it again. Maybe like fucking once a year to freshen the mitzvah. You know what I mean? I mean, it can be hot. It depends. I mean, it depends. Yeah. Not that I've gotten like such a bevy of schlong photos. But Listeners, like- don't let Molly <laughs> down. <laughs> Uh, should I is this a new thing to be insecure about the lack of dick pics that I have received um, I think it just means you've actually lived life and haven't been on a ton of fucking dating apps you know, well, I mean that too yeah um, I, I know I actually did get I I, uh, I remember once a person was like you know hey can I show you something um, which of the Lawrence's was it actually I you know what I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna, I got an unsolicited dick pic IRL it wasn't even a dick pic I was someone at a bar. handed you a Polaroid I was, no I was at a bar once a guy was like let me see your hand I thought he was gonna read my palm or something and he just puts his limp clammy dick in my hand that's not a dick pic so much as a sexual assault mom. <laughs> it is sexual assault but like a dick pic in a way is visual sexual assault if you it is I, I, I am not doing a bit where I show some sort of not being a piece of shitness. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's in a very aggressive right. Like like you said, there was not consent or solicitation. It's right. kind of the online version of opening the trench coat. Yeah. So I was like, I was uh yeah, I was shooting my stupid little puppet show teaser, some Facebook rando And he was shooting his stupid little Yeah, he was like, um, oh, can I show you something I've been working on or something like that? Something that would interest I don't know how he phrased it, but it didn't prep me for just like, oh, there's your deck. Um I wanna know what the reaction was of the people around in the bar. Was it like were other people horrified or was it just like oh well you can't walk into that with gary i feel like it was kind of that vibe where it's like either they didn't notice or didn't care or maybe he was just unattended and also like ice cube at the end of boys in the hood either they don't know don't show or don't care (laughs) kind of i mean it's a little apples and oranges with the racial and you know feminist (laughs) struggle but it's also like i don't know there's a little overlap when you're talking about bullshit oppression stuff um people just shoving their dicks in your hands yeah Um, any at any rate um yeah i mean it's just it's a i feel like you know for women it, it can be hot and it is like a size it up thing um but uh yeah, I. Who was it that said uh, the female body is like a beautiful thing? It's it's you know it's beautiful and statuesque, and the male body is very sort of utilitarian. It's like an SUV. So like, I believe that was also a Seinfeld episode. Actually, was it? Se- yes, it yes. was Seinfeld. It yes. was. It was Elaine. It was the it was the bad naked episode. Yes, and, for the uh, record, I disagree maybe that's with this. Why the like, nude thing? Like, I don't see a lot of dudes with an OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Unless they're gay. Yes. Um, I don't see a lot of straight dudes who are like, "Here's my awesome body and my awesome dick." I wish I did. I mean, make that money. But like, you know, it's a, it's just a different thing. Um, but, I, uh, I just think more guys really aren't in particularly remarkable shape. Maybe that's I don't know. Too. That's why dad bod is a thing, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about like mom bod in a 
in a fetish. Yeah, way. it's funny because it's like we always talk about milfs, but like the thing that makes a milf is pretty much like it's like she didn't have kids, you know. <laughs> I know, right? Danbot is like, look, he's already a fat fuck and doesn't even have kids. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how much fatter and pongier he'll get? I know, right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, men make fun of women like, oh, once you marry them, they're going to let themselves go. And it's like, dudes don't even wait to get married. The second they know they have a quote unquote girlfriend, they gain 20 fucking pounds. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I don't think I'm betraying any confidences here, but uh, Eva and her poor deceased brother, um, <laughs> after he shuffled off the mortal coil his ex-wife eventually like dropped a ton of weight mm-hmm. and got back out there and you know i was like oh well how dare she you know kind of like could she not have done this for for him and he was like yeah he was fat and shit too it's cool <laughs> like, i feel like no but even like when uh the women stay i feel it's like oh i have to get myself back in shape to keep him interested and then i'm like what the fuck did he do to keep us interested you know what i mean it's like oh you broke up and you got yourself back in shape for someone else how come you didn't do that for your fucking wife yes i i think it that is bullshit that cuts both ways yeah like if one partner looks like shit they have no reasonable expectation barring a real power dynamic imbalance like in other ways i guess or also like the obsessions there was a great Duckman joke Duckman is one of those like really underappreciated cartoons it's one of jason alexander's best performances the writing is like really believed he was a talking duck you really did. He committed to the bed. Um, but uh, it was also written by a lot of Simpsons writers like Bill Canterbury and guys like that. Mm-hmm. And the one liners are just like they go a mile a minute. And he's making fun of his sister-in-law who's marrying some guy that he hates. And he's like, oh, now you can spend the rest of your lives getting like while one of you gets so hideously fat and the other so monstrously thin that together you look like the number 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, that is so many couples that I know. What the my grandma totally just turned into a donut and my grandpa just turned into like a bundle of limbs. I dude, that you're literally <laughs> describing my mom's parents. Yeah. Like my I believe Grampy or Papu, as we <laughs> Greeks call him. I called him Papu too. Oh, did you? <laughs> Where the fuck? I know, right? Like it's really Harry misanthrope, you know, comedy to cope with everything fucking cuts across all ethnicities, I guess. They're all yeah. papus, yeah. Anyone rem- remotely, like, Eastern European. Yeah, like, we're not white, white. <laughs> we're not white, white. They won't let us in the country. No. The so, police won't shoot us, but you pop- we're still not white. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I'll take that amount of white privilege. Uh, so yeah, Papu was like thin and my grandmother was like, I believe something like four foot eight, two thirty, or something. I mean, like literally a cube given life. <laughs> like if you want to look up the main character to the video game series, box boy, mm. she was, she was box girl, you know, like, that's funny. My grandma turned into a ball where it's just like the boobs and the stomach all just became one yeah. large unit like it's just violet in uh, Willy Wonka yeah you gotta... if she sounded like Betty Boop mm-hmm. and I to be fair that is how I console myself with regard 
to this uh, this Greek gal that captivated me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was... like, well, one day you're going to turn into a human donut hole. I mean, she was like four foot eleven with thirty two double E's. Like, there's only one way that story ends, right? I think that's my mom's biggest fear, and that's why she physically is like. It's weird to see it switch. Is she, like, is she short? She's short and she's spindly. Like she lost weight during the pandemic, and I was like, "Bitch, you gotta eat." Like, and and my my uncle. My mom is turning into my grandpa, and my uncle is turning into my grandma. It's really weird to watch. Without surgery. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like, you're the big ball of fear and anxiety, and you're the skinny one who is angry and hates everyone. Well, I, I have a weird thing with parents and height. You're like, what, 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five or some shit? I'm 5'4". My mom is like 5'2". Two. She was always the smallest kid in her class, and really? she got pushed around a lot. Yeah. And how tall was Harold? Harold was tall. Harold was like six foot something. Get the fuck out. And his sons are tall. So you went like way toward your mom's pole then. I did, but I also like smoked and drank coffee from the time I was like eleven. So I don't know. <laughs> they thought I was gonna be like five ten. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, fuck you, I want to die now. So despite uh, Jason not being particularly tall, the kids might be kind of tall because of the Harold thing. They might. I'm not sure. I mean, Harper is gorgeous. I call Jason and I gin and tonic because, like, together, like, alone we're met. But together, like, making Harper, it's just like, god damn, this kid is flawless. Like, she's thin. She's got the long blonde hair. She's got, like, perfect facial proportions. Like, if she grows up to be 5'10", I'm going to be like, bitch, look, you can be a scientist and a model. Just make the money. <laughs> um, here's here's some brass knuckles. Don't let anyone touch you in a way you don't if like. someone in a bar tells you they want to show you something. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just going to give her weapons. I am nice. i don't give a fuck. I like, you know, I'm anti-gun, but I'll just be like, here's a gun. <laughs> you like the old-timey weapons. I'm going to give her a Derringer and some brass knuckles. I always, and a thing those, of mace. I always liked those scenes, especially in The Warriors, where there were, like, gang fight scenes. And it's like, one guy has the bike chain, one guy has the baseball bat, one guy has the knife, one guy has the gun. And you're like, wait, I want to be that one. I want to do that one. I actually have a mace. Like, not no. like spray mace, like a, the big spike. You're talking ball. medieval. Yeah. I do. I have that. I got it at the Chiller Theater Expo in New Jersey. Steve was like, I'm not letting you leave without it. Like, you clearly want it. Like, he's my ex, Steve. He was the worst. If you, like, had a, an an inclination towards something that should be a joke, he was the first one to be like, oh, no, you gotta do it. Oh, well, I need um, to drag him to the grave of Anna Nicole Smith then. I mean, yeah, right. I, if he had been rich, maybe. But I'm like, I'm not marrying someone who's 30 years older than me. Go and go on, Papa. Mom. Fuck the course. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I, I'm going to pass that down to Harper. When she's old enough to, when she weighs enough to be able to swing it, I'm giving her the mace. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's rough out there. Um, mace beautiful children I forgot how we got onto this topic I'm sorry we were we were discussing uh 
parents and or grandparents and how they aged into yes. zeros or ones. They I aged don't... binary. Yeah, they I don't... binary. At this point, if Harper has the ability to age in the midst of all this climate change bullshit, like be like, bitch, get as fat as you want. Just there's no way to get old that's fun. You know, they say getting old it's not for pussies, and it's not. Um you're gonna get ugly and you're gonna get some chronic pain. And oh yeah, I mean the the best I can do is I've hauled my carcass back in the gym <laughs> and all that happens is all the lifting I used to be able to handle without a second thought. There's just oh God, I forgot to stretch after last. Jesus. Oh, that's... I'm about to go in after we finish recording. And I just remembered I skipped stretching last time, and I will probably feel like death now. Alright, you're gonna have to stretch after after this is over. I'll gape a little. You'll gape a little. Yeah, I'll stretch do a little. hammies. Do a little goatsy. Um, I, I'm gonna make the best old person... Because you're old now. I'm old now. I'm like, I love cream of mushroom soup. I love complaining. I love just sitting in a chair and thinking that everyone else sucks and saying bitchy things. And when I'm old enough to just say a cunty thing and people just be like, fuck it, she's old. Oh, my God. Like, you won't expect me to go anywhere because I'm old. I I just like, I'm so excited. (laughs) I mean, for real. Like, just dig up... One of the goddamn things you've done in your past, a gray wig, and just ease into it now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I think I am going to start now. I mean, I already do a lot of sitting, so I feel like I'm well on my way. Um, it's gonna be, like, um, you know, I don't know. You're getting. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet hackneyed things. Where'd you go, Molly? Did I lose you? Did you lose me? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Little Miss Broadcasting, actually insisting on doing a real ending to the episode. I'm such an amateur that, like, my Wi-Fi will suck enough to ruin the fucking pod, but I'll still insist. Yeah, I was I'm doing like, a sign-off for our ramblings. I believe it ended originally with you going silent and me just going, oh my god, and then I hung up because... <laughs> oh my god, Molly! And just leave it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah! Am I dead? Do I just have shitty Wi-Fi? Who knows? <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you wanted to finish up and do an actual sign-off, so... Uh... I think we should do a ghost load sign-off for our... <laughs> Whatever this was. Yeah. Uh, well, Molly... I thank you for answering countless questions with a plum. You're welcome. Consult a physician if you feel as though your semen isn't murky enough to impress the women you're FaceTiming with. <laughs> okay, we came back for that. I had a button. <laughs> Till the next one. Bye. Oh, bye.